Hello from Awakenai country, this is Tim McCardle, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal, and welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardle's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Awakenites. All right, next up on the podcast this week, I'm excited to spotlight our seniors. Uh, we have uh, two great seniors here at the podcast table this week, and we're going to check in with them, see how things are going, and, uh, and ask some cool, fun, wacky questions of them as well. So I'll have our two seniors introduce themselves and then their titles with our senior class as well. Hello, I'm Abby Woodworth, and I'm the class of 2021 plus president. I'm Delcina Cassidy, and I'm class of 2021 senior representative. So thank you guys for joining the podcast this week. I'm excited to kind of kick around some uh, some topics, some great topics. Let's start off with the president. Uh, you know, why don't you give us the lay of the land of how uh, you know things are going so far uh, this year? Uh, just some thoughts as far as this senior class, and uh, what, you know what you're proud of of this class. You know, I think things are going as good as they could be under the circumstances. Lots of names are getting up on the wall of acceptances into colleges. Kids are starting to apply for scholarships as they choose their future. Other kids are deciding if they want to go into the workforce or not. And I think we're all slowly getting ready for moving on. Del, talk to us about how fast these six years have gone for you. And, you know, you, you guys rolled in here in seventh grade, you know, uh, you know, little bitties. And now here you are, you know, 18. You just turned to 18 this week. And, you know, and you're, you're young adults. Talk about just the ride of, that you just experienced in these last six years. It's kind of crazy because we were just looking at pictures um, not too long ago at the senior breakfast. We were looking at our seventh grade orientation pictures, and I was like, oh, my goodness, like, look at how tiny we were, and, like, look at us now. And it's just weird. I feel like it happened in a flash, but, like, I don't know. I never wanted it to keep going forward. I wanted to stay in high school and, like, have fun. But now that the time's coming closer to the end, I'm just, like, I'm very grateful for being able to be at this school and, like, we get to do so much over the years, and it's super fun and so grateful for it all. And this week, uh, we had a special senior breakfast on Wednesday, which is a virtual Wednesday. Uh, we had all the seniors here, and it was the first time in a long time that we had everybody here. Um, and it was just great to see. We had most of our seniors here. I think we had like 80 out of 90 of our seniors here. A couple seniors slept in, but you know, to have that many people here was really cool and really shows what the senior class is all about. Abby, you know, talk about the senior breakfast. How, you know, how do you think it went? Um, you know, what did it mean to you to be able to be with your classmates? You know, I think it was great. We haven't been together since, what, March of last year. So it's been a year. And seeing everyone in the, the same cafeteria, it was just, it made it all real again. So, like, we graduate and all of us are going to see each other walking across the stage, hopefully. And... Just watching those pictures and hearing everyone scream or yell when they saw a funny one. And it was just awesome to see everyone back together again like we used to be. And Dell, you got a little uh, free swag out of it, little uh, senior shirt. Um, you know, what does it mean to be a senior? You know, like how, how important is it as, as a leader here in the school, you know, to, to, to wear that senior tag or shirt now with pride? 
Um, I love the shirts because, like, I wore mine to practice yesterday, and I could wear it in front of, like, all the little kids, be like, you'll be here one day, and it just, wearing the shirt shows off all of our hard work from K through 12, granted, kindergarten is, like, so long ago, but, like, it, it was our foundations, and then we got to sixth and seventh grade, and that's when our hard work started kicking in, and then the fact that we've lasted this long and putting all this dedication in, it's, really nice to have a way to show it off and be like I did this I'm a senior this year this is my year and people will acknowledge you for it and be like oh congrats like this is your year make the best of it now the seniors have been uh, a lot of cool things happening to them we have uh, members in our community are adopting our seniors um, which started last year with the class of 2020 and, and a great tradition continuing into this year um, and then we we've been doing uh, our senior chats uh, getting to know our seniors on the senior chats, and that, that's that been running every Wednesday. Um, and we look forward to continue to do some cool things with this class because, like I said, this is a really special group, just some great characters in, 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 this, in this class as well, really good drivers, um, you know, and some great athletes. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's a fun group to be around. Abby, if you look back at your journey, can you pinpoint, like, one – when I ask you this question, what's the first thing that comes to your mind – like, you know, your most proud moment as a knight or the you know, the best fun you've ever had as a knight? <sighs> I have to say, and I know it's typical, but when the volleyball team, when we made it to the sectional finals and watching everyone, there's one specific picture and it's of one of my teammates and she has her fist in the air because we just won a point and everyone behind her, mouth wide open, screaming. And that, like that... It, to me, is like why I played volleyball and why I go to Leroy, and it just is like awesome to see that. Yeah, it's it's a great uh, it's a great moment of time right there, and I think it just shows that passion that this that you guys have for each other, which is what I think sets us apart. Del, how about you? What would be that moment for you? Kind of similar to Abby was when the girls won for indoor track. That was something that it's very rare for us because normally the girls team is very small. But we pulled it off, and I still get goosebumps thinking about it. Like, little Dell always wanting a patch, working her butt off. And then she finally did it. And not only by myself, like, the whole team did it together. And it really just proves how much team effort there is in our school and, like, love and support. Because kids who, like, never have been to a track meet came and supported us and cheered us on. And I, I just have goosebumps thinking about it all the time. That was a special night. That was a lot of fun, and uh, and you guys came back from behind, which made it even more. Uh, the relay. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an incredible fun uh, couple hours there. Holy cow! All right, so last couple questions here. I'm gonna go some quick quick hitters. Uh, All time favorite lunch meal that you purchased from the cafeteria. Ab, go ahead. I'm bad person to ask for this because my mom makes my lunch. However, I will speak for the rest of the class, and my guess would be. Hot ham and cheese bagel. All right, so let's give your mom some props. What's the best mom lunch pail uh, lunch that you've had from mom? Um, every once in a while, she'll throw in a bowl of cereal. Mm. So that's a fun lunch to have. I like that. Listen, I mean, she throws little curveballs at you. And I give a lot of respect for the moms out there and dads that have been making lunch for their kids for 13 years. And I'm hoping that, Abby, you'll take her out for multiple lunches after high school. So, Dal, how about you? Oh, probably the hot turkey and gravy with the mashed potatoes. That's a go-to. Can't go wrong with that. Okay, next question. 
Favorite Leroy gear? One item that you loved that you have that you just want to wear all the time. My hat. My winter hat with the big puff yes. ball on. You wore that yesterday? I wore it yesterday in my yearbook picture, and my mom was not happy with me. But <laughs> I love that thing. How are you, Del? I've got two. It's kind of my thing to wear the Leroy socks during competitions. I've gone seventh grade, and I've been in a competition without them. And then just like any shirts we can wear in the public to show off for a night. Awesome. Well, listen, guys, it was great to have you here, um, you know, on, on the podcast and celebrating the seniors. We look forward to doing a lot of cool things as we move forward here uh, on the road to graduation. So thanks for your leadership and uh, thanks for everything. Anything else you guys want to add or give shout outs? We're almost there. Just keep pushing through, guys, and we're going to get through this together and just keep pushing. And remember when we were little and we were logging into our computers in elementary school and we always asked, why is there a dot 21 on, on my name? And the teacher goes, well, that's the year you graduate. And it felt like forever. It's here. Yeah. It's here. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Your great nights. Go nights. All right, next up on the podcast this week, I'm excited to move our winter sports spotlight to girls basketball. And I have our two seniors with us today, and we're excited to talk about some girls hoops as we get ready for their hope, for their uh, season opener uh, as they kick off the uh, modified schedule uh, this weekend. So I'll have our guests introduce themselves, and we'll jump into some questions. Hi, I'm Bryn Lucky, and I'm a senior on the basketball team, and I've been playing since I was in eighth grade, so this is my fifth year, and I've always been a point guard. I play the wing a little bit, but yeah, it'll be fun. Hi, I'm Jillian Curtis, and I'm also a senior, and I've been on the team for two years, and I'm a post player, but I also shoot outside. So, Bryn, let's jump into it. So, you know, one day you're sitting, you know, after school, you know, hanging around and not playing basketball, and you get the, you know, at 3 o'clock on a Friday, the notice that we're going to have winter sports. Talk about kind of like went through your mind and, and how expected or unexpected that was for you. It was definitely unexpected because with all the COVID restrictions like I didn't think we'd have a basketball season because it's contact and it's inside but I was definitely excited for basketball season but with it only being a month it's definitely going to fly by I wish we got longer but I'm happy we at least got a season. Now you played in the fall season uh, with soccer and and were a part of the team that went all the way to the championship game. Uh, You've played in front of no fans, Uh, you've played in front of minimal fans, Uh, you've played with a mask on. Um, So talk about just kind of how you know, that experience has kind of prepared you for this basketball season, which right now is going to have limited or no fans as well. It's definitely prepared me because not having fans versus having a bunch of fans is definitely different. I feel like when you have a lot of fans watching you, you just have that motivation, that drive, that energy behind you with them cheering. But without fans and soccer, it definitely prepared me just to like find it within me to drive and not need someone cheering behind me. Absolutely. And Jill, uh, you know, basketball, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, is a family business uh, for, for the Curtis family. We have some coaching, some refereeing, some college players that have played basketball. Uh, what is it like to be able to have this senior season for yourself and be able to st- have this opportunity to still play basketball? And what does it mean to, you know, to be able to put on that uniform? Yeah, um, I thought we weren't even going to have a season either, and I was really disappointed. But 
I'm gonna use this season, as you said, because my sisters also played basketball in college to prepare myself for a higher level of competition and also be a leader and like practice my leader skills with the younger girls that are coming up. So let's talk about the, the, the dynamic of the team. So you guys are the, are the lone two seniors, and then we have a lot of underclassmen that make up the roster. I mean, uh, Bryn, you know, talk about what your role is this year, which is maybe a little bit different. Obvi obviously, you used to be that eighth grader on the team, kind of looking up, and now you're that person, um, you know, with Jill. You know, how important is your role, the leadership, and then the legacy that you leave behind with these girls? I mean, I was a captain last year, so I definitely know the leadership role, but I also had a lot more older girls with me, but this year it's just me and Jill. So they're definitely just looking up to us. So the leadership needs to step up a lot. And when I was in eighth grade, I looked up to all the older kids as well. So I know how they're feeling and what they're going through. And, you know, one of the things too for you, Bren, is, you know, you're, you're kind of chasing history here. You have, um, you're closing in on, on a thousand points. You have a lot of work to do to get there, but you're pretty close. I mean, we're, we're, we're 200, right around, what was it, 230? 270. 270. About. Okay. So two, 270 away, which is, you know, for, for the career that you've had, um, is, is a great accomplishment. So is that something that's in the back of your mind? Is it not, you know, like, you know, like how are you looking to leave your mark here? I mean, a thousand points is definitely in the back of my mind. If we had a full season, it would have been much easier to get because we would have had plenty more games, but with a limited season, I'm obviously still chasing it, trying to score as much as I can, but I'm not trying to focus on that. I just really want to have fun because all we have is a month, and I don't want to spend it stressing, chasing something that isn't as touchable as it was. Yeah, great point. And, Jill, you know, you talk about in and outside game. I mean, you know, you, you have that ability to be a good post player but yet make the three ball, you know. So talk about how the versatility for you in your game is going to be really important this year with an inexperienced roster. Yeah, so we only have um, eight girls, and we have almost zero height except for one exception. She's pretty tall, but um, when the one girl that's tall goes out, I need to go in, and I need to be, like, the big person in the middle so that Bryn can maybe get open shots. And then when she comes back in, I'll, I'll go outside, and, and it also depends on what we need in the game. Like, if we're down really far, I'll, I'll pop out and maybe shoot a couple more. And uh, Jill, talk about kind of what your guys' strategy is coming into the season. I mean, what type of basketball will our fans be, you know, be able to see uh, when they tune in and watch on a live stream? Uh, or if we are able to have fans, you know, what's the, what's the style that you guys are kind of preparing for? So we don't have a lot of experience. So we're going to try to work as quickly as possible because we, as we don't have a lot of height, we're going to try to push the ball as fast as possible because we got a lot of speed on our team. And also defense is going to be a huge thing because offenses can only do as much as our defense can. So Defense wins. Uh, Bryn, you know, as far as like, you know, your, your abilities, I mean, you, you're a very versatile you know, player, loves to get, you know, love to get to the rack, um, you know, a slasher, you know, they, they say in basketball. Um, how important this year, though, is the defensive end going to be for you guys to generate points, you know, getting those turnovers, getting those steals? You know, how important, you know, is, is the defensive side, do you think, for, you, for your guys' success? I think it's going to be huge because I think most of our points are going to come from fast breaks and passing the ball up the court, and that comes from stealing the ball on defense or getting those rebounds because, like Jill said, we don't have a lot of height, so we don't really have the time to play with it, like move it around. We just got to get it and score. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, if you, you, you look back at some of the games last year, I mean, you had some just dynamic, you know, blowout games where you came out and were just on fire. I mean, and, and I think it's – I always like to ask, you know, basketball players, like, how do you know you're in the zone, right? You know, like, you know, you have those nights where you just you give me the ball, I'm not going to miss. You know, like, what is your definition of the zone and how do you know you're in it and what does it feel like like when you're having one of those games? It feels great, especially when you have fans because they're going crazy but without the fans. Like, it'll still feel awesome. I know I'm in the zone because I hit a few shots and I'm just focused on the game. I can't hear even what the coaches are saying. I can't hear the fans. It's just I'm just focused on the game and that's it. How about you, Joe? What's what's the definition of your zone? Uh, well, definitely making a couple threes or good um, rebounds. Um, and with this season, it's going to be a little different again with the f- not having fans. And I think our team is going to be have have a huge um, help with that and cheering each other on and being loud and hyping each other up before the game and during the game. Yeah, and I think that, that that's a huge like that, that's a huge thing is that generating your own energy, right, in an empty gym. And I think you know you watch all these games on TV, and and that's kind of what you see. You, you hear a defensive chant, you're like, oh, is that the actual bench doing that? And it, it is, you know. So I think yeah, that's a huge, huge point. Uh, okay, last couple questions. These are fun. Uh, you both got to answer them. Um, your your go to basketball sneaker brand uh, style, you know, like you know what, what like you know, Joe, what do you got? Go to brand. Um, uh, Nike usually men's section because the girls section doesn't have good basketball sneakers, but I uh, I do like the Velcros because I don't really like untying my shoes, I guess. But I also go for Nike. I never wear anything else. I go for women's because men's would just be too big. And um, mine are also Velcro as well. They're just way easier to slip on and off. So. Okay. Uh, do we have a uh, Do we have an actual color you know in, in in a sneaker that you like, or just matter with the style? How about you, John? Uh, I usually get black, but and it doesn't really matter. I want to have it like higher up on my ankle though because I've had ankle injuries. So. Okay. Um, I've only ever had black sneakers. That's definitely my go-to, and I also have the high ankle for the support. Okay. Next question. I, I enjoyed asking the boys this question. Do you like the, you know, like, you know, the new trend now, you know, which for guys is the short shorts. You know, you see guys rolling the shorts up. You see, you know, the more of the legs. So where are you guys at with this? Are you a roll of the shorts? You know, do you like the normal length? Do you, I mean, like, what's your style when it comes to the shorts? Well, um, if we kept it normal length, it'd be past our knees, and that would be not, not that would not work. And also, the shorts this year are pretty um, tight, so you gotta you gotta roll them to it just adjust them. I definitely like short shorts better than the longer shorts. It's just how I like to play and how I like to look. But we work with the long shorts in our uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, best pregame meal. So before a game, is there anything that you always like to eat? Uh, do anything as far as your nutrition going in the game. Go ahead. I wouldn't copy this, but I always go for like a high carb or I'll go to McDonald's because it always gives me energy. <laughs> I always go for fast food before games. Nice. Yeah, I literally eat whatever. I, like, I don't, sometimes I'll eat Chinese food because I, I just eat whatever and it, it works. Nothing really affects my game, really. Okay, last one. Any like pregame ritual or like, um, lucky thing or socks or anything like that that's like you've, you've kind of done over the years that is like your thing that you do going into a game? Um, I don't really have any like uniform 
things where I have to wear this or I have to wear that. I just usually like a little bit before the game, like I lock in my mindset and I know I have to go play a game and I usually listen to music that hypes me up and gets me in the mood. Okay, favorite song that 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 you if I had to oh, if no. I had to grab your phone now like at a locker room, like what song is on there right now? I would have to look. I don't really have a favorite song. I just shuffle through playlists that are all hype up songs. Ooh, I like that. Hype up songs. <laughs> all right, how about you, Joe? Um, the past two years I've been getting the gym pretty early. I don't know if I'll be able to do it this year, but shoot around, get myself warmed up, focus. I also listen to music. Awesome. Well, listen, a lot of fun having you guys on. Um, and we're excited to see what you know what the season uh, uh, brings. And you guys are kicking off on February thirteenth uh, as your first game at four o'clock at uh, at Bath Haverling, and then uh, your first home opener uh, will be here at the uh, in the in the castle on Friday, February nineteenth, versus Dansville at seven thirty. So we look forward to streaming all of our home events. And pretty much every away game is, is also going to be live streamed. So make sure to tune in and watch our Whack of Nights. Thanks, guys, for joining the podcast. Thank you. Thanks. All right, next up on the podcast, I'm really excited to uh, highlight a um, really cool initiative that's been happening over the last couple of weeks at our school with our National Honor Society. And I have some National Honor Society members here, and we're going to let them introduce themselves and then jump into some questions about this cool, uh, really great initiative that's bringing kindness and love to our school. So we'll let these guys introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Taylor Hutton, and I'm in grade 11. Um, I'm Ayla Friday, and I'm also in grade 11. I'm Brittany Linus, and I'm a junior. So, Brittany, let's start with you. Um, you know, talk to us about what this what this project is and and what where it kind of started and how it's going. So we started with um, the jars and we decided to put them around at like tables and stuff. They have like cute little messages on them, and then we started with the glass panels like by the doors. So like you know, you're on your way to school, and you go to class, and then there's like a little inspirational message. So we're, so we're calling it the Kindness Project, and the entire National Honor Society, many of the National Honor Society members are participating. Uh, Ayla, talk to us about what are you guys actually creating and who's doing this work, and kind of give people a visual, since they can't see it in this podcast, of what you're making. Um, so with the jars, we, well, each student um, cut out, like, templates into flowers and put messages on them. And we put them in jars with like the, they're called pipe cleaners. And we decorated the jars so that it would just look presentable. And we put them around the school. And then for the giant ones on the windows, we cut out bigger flowers and put bigger messages on those so that they could be able to read them and see them better. Yeah, it's just really cool. I have, uh, I was gifted a, a jar. Uh, I have one here. It's basically a mason jar. Uh, and, and they're wrapped with different color paper and cool little, um, you know, craft items. And then the flowers, the petals say things like kindness, uh, be honest, um, you're worth it, and peace. You know, so just really cool positive vibes and, and great messages that are bringing some color uh, to our school, you know, during a time where obviously it, it hasn't been a normal year. Uh, Taylor, talk to us about, like, the reactions that you've seen people, I know you guys have given these to teachers and staff, um, you've hung them in, in, in the hallway. Like what, what have been some of those reactions that you've seen um, in people's reaction to this special project? 
Um, there's been a lot of curiosity. Like, it's very good, and people, like, see it, and they like it. And, like, when they're first seeing it, it's good that it's, like, right in your face, so it makes you look at it, which is kind of what we were going for. So it's, it's good to spread the positive, like, the positivity around. And it's been really cool to see you guys, uh, you know, this work is obviously happening after school hours, you know, so it's community service, and that's what our school is all about. And, and, and it's great to see when community service impacts our own school right here physically. Um, Brittany, talk to us about kind of like how you guys have created the after school uh, su supply chain, so to say, where you're kind of putting all this together in an assembly fashion. Uh, what, is, what, have, what has that been like? So we actually like always ask each other, like, oh, are you staying after today? Or so we just kind of meet in Miss Livria's class and we, um, so we start like, like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, this is the plan. You do this and I'll do this. And then at the end we come together and, you know, you saw us with the ladders and yeah, just little help with each other. It's pretty cool because, you know, you have, uh, it's great to see all different types of people putting together arts and crafts, you know, and I think it's, I always get excited when I see, you know, your stereotypical guys that would be cutting out a flower, right? You know, yeah. like that's what we're seeing, you know, after school is guys, you know, cutting out flowers, using hot glue guns and creating these really, really cool things. Uh, Ayla, talk to us about what like community service means to you and how important giving back is and, and, and kind of what is the mission of National Honor Society with that? Um, so when I do community service, I don't know, I just like to, you know, like give back or whatever because I don't, I don't, I feel like I can't do it on my own time. So having all these opportunities thrown at me, it's like, it's a good way to take advantage of it. Um, and then in like National Honor Society, since that, that's literally the whole goal of it is to give back. I think that it's a great way to be a part of it. And Ted, what would you say about that same question about what does it mean to you to give back and, 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 and serve, you know, the, the community and or our school community? Um, with these opportunities being thrown at us, it's a great way to show the community that you care and to give back to the very community you live, like you live in, the people around you, because these projects don't just, like, do good for you, but it does good for everybody around you as well. Yeah, I can't agree more, and I think it's been great to see all the different projects that our students have tackled over the years, whether it's through National Honor Society, on their own, uh, through different clubs, teams, organizations. I mean, we've made a, a constant pre, you know, presence within the community to give back and help others. And most recently, our junior high just com, uh, com, uh, participated with the, with the uh, Leroy Village Greens in sharing hearts, messages back and forth. And we have hearts here hanging in our, in our hallways from the uh, residents of the Leroy Village Greens. So it's a really cool back and forth exchange that we had. So it's really important. So, okay, last question, uh, last couple questions, and you guys all have to answer the, 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 the exact same answer to each question that I'm going to give you. So it's not just going to be one at a time here. So it's going to be kind of, you can, if you hear someone else's answer, don't take it from them. All right. So, all right, Brittany. So first question is, what is your go-to lunch? So your favorite lunch here at school, you know, so uh, you know, if you either you bring or you buy, what's your favorite school lunch or what you would bring to school? Um, I normally get lunch, and I would say probably the homemade pizzas. Like I like the taco, the taco ones. Ooh, I like that. 
How about um, you? I like the hot turkey and gravy. That's yeah. a good go-to. Now I have to think about it, because Brittany took mine. Well, you can <laughs> say it. I was just well, joking. I was, well, yeah, the homemade pizzas are the best. I love the buffalo pizza. Okay. The chicken pe- yeah, that one's the best. Love talking food on the podcast. All right, next question. Your, your current favorite class and or favorite teacher, either or, would work. Um, my favorite class is probably, I like infectious diseases this year uh, with Mr. Keeley. My favorite teacher, though, is probably, I would say Miss Mantel. I like how she has, like, everything set out for you, like a schedule, like, oh, this is when this is due, and then it's not, like, all over the place. Um, I can agree with the Ms. Mantel being the favorite teacher this year because of the same reason, but my favorite class is definitely Algebra 2 with Ms. Farnholz. I love it so much. I love math. <laughs> that's awesome. You don't usually hear people say that. I love math, so that's great. You know, yeah. that's awesome. Um, I think this year my favorite class is Pre-Calculus, and Ms. Ryman is probably my favorite teacher. She's a very good teacher, and it's very easy to understand her work. And I've been doing pretty well. And I haven't been doing well in math in a while, so. That's great. That's awesome. Good. Two math success stories. Okay, last question. Um, You know, why are you academically successful? I would say I try to apply myself. I mostly, like, I'm not a good test taker, but I hand in my work on time. I actually do my work, and so I'd say just do your homework. Like, I know nobody wants to do it, but (laughs) you got to do it. Um, well, I've always been obsessive over my grades, so I've always had that motivation in me to, even if it's like I'm dreading doing this, I still have to do it and try your best on it. So, yeah. like that. Um, well, I've always struggled with like procrastination and stuff, and like getting myself out to do it. Cause like the problem is not doing the homework for me; it's getting to the point of starting it. Um, you need to set like goals for yourself like I'm not going to do this until I get my homework done and like stuff like that because you might have a lot of stuff on your agenda but at the end of the day these grades set up a lot for you in the future so you need to care about them a little bit words of wisdom right there for everyone so that's great well listen if you guys uh they're listening haven't seen this effort that these guys have done make sure to hop on our social media you can see a couple posts with lots of pictures of Uh, These jars being delivered to teachers and uh, the displays being uh, hung up on our hallways. And we can't thank these these leaders in our school. And you guys are just awesome knights, and we really appreciate everything that you do. And uh, thank you for continuing to give back and being a part of our great Oaxaca Knife family. So thanks for taking time to be on the podcast this week. And go Knights! We'll finish up the podcast this week with my social media pick of the week. Uh, Speaking of social media, we're excited to have our Twitter account back. So uh, if you were looking for us there, uh, we're back. So uh, yes, that's exciting. Now, social media pick of the week, real easy this week, going with our posts on Wednesday of our senior breakfast. Such a great uh, uh, hour that we had bringing back all of our seniors, and we had an unbelievable fun time celebrating them and doing some cool slideshows and and great food, and also some cool senior shirts. And we wanted to thank our seniors for getting up early, coming together. Uh, We took our big yearbook photo that we take every year, so it was exciting to have that uh, opportunity to do that and get that in the yearbook. So good stuff all around, and uh, please check out the video and the pics uh, from Wednesday. 
I want to thank all of our guests for being on the podcast this week. And as always, from Oaxaca Night Country, go Knights.